0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast, where you're shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday, the 4th of October. In your Squiz today, a few points about privacy. The debate about Donald Trump's fortune continues. The fight over the GST. And why our beer consumption is becoming a bit fancy. This is your Squiz today. Claire, changes to customs legislation in New Zealand now means that passengers must hand over the password to their electronic devices if asked. Or they'll, or they'll get a fine.
1: Yeah. What's happened that's new in New Zealand is that laws came into effect just in the last couple of days where if you're stopped at border security in New Zealand trying to enter the country uh, and they want to have a look at your electronic devices, which they have the right to do, um, you can get a fine if you refuse to hand over the password or PIN number to get into those devices and, and that's a new thing uh, and they're the first country in the world to impose a fine like that.
0: Speaking of privacy, there's a bit more information on Facebook's most recent breach by hackers. That's right. So it seems
1: that what this has to do with is Facebook's um more or less it's like a a, a passport. So if you've used your Facebook login to get into other websites like Instagram oh, yes. or, or Spotify, yeah. I mean I've done it a ton of times when the easiest um, way that if in the data breach that um, was reported last week uh, it has to do with that access so if you've been caught up in that breach chances are the accounts that you've also used your Facebook login for uh, could also have been compromised so the advice is really to get in and, and change a lot of those account settings as quickly as you can
0: it's a big job and
1: don't use it yeah and don't don't use that that feature from Facebook going forward is what some tech experts say
0: Okay, uh, and just when it seemed it couldn't get any worse, a volcano has erupted on the island of Sulawesi in Indonesia. What are the chances?
1: Oh, uh, it's um incredible there at the moment, isn't it? This ring of fire um that they talk about a you know disruption that happened, of course, um earlier um in Indonesia, and it's just ongoing. So, yeah, the death toll is now past fourteen hundred in in Sulawesi. Still, lots of reports that aid uh getting to people it has been very difficult there's some areas apparently that haven't received any assistance and while they're reasonably confident that um they've probably recovered as many survivors as they possibly can in the main areas there's still areas that haven't received any assistance at all so
0: and that volcano eruption is there any fallout from that is no, it difficult no. to get in and out
1: no, no, no casualties um, were reported from that and probably most importantly flights in and out um, of that area haven't been disrupted, which could have been possible with volcanic ash in the atmosphere, but um, all good apparently.
0: Uh, Donald Trump has been accused of committing tax fraud or the Trumps have been accused of committing tax fraud by the New York Times and turns out he also might, might not be a real millionaire. Look, ongoing is this narrative about Donald Trump,
1: of course, fueled by him but also, you know, part of New York legend is exactly how did he build his empire and how big is his empire. Um, Don, the way Donald Trump tells it, he was given a million bucks by his father when he was a younger man, and he turned that into his great big $10 billion empire through property and uh, and other investments. But uh, the New York Times says that that's not correct, actually. Um, he got at least um, $413 million from his father's real estate empire, uh, and much of that money was actually um, put together through dodging tax. So, Donald Trump says that's not right and actually their their calculations are, are way off and, and sort of put together with some pretty iffy accounting, so that um that tale is ongoing, I think.
0: Yeah, Trump and the media disagreeing, it's not a it's not, that's not new. <laughs> it is not new. <laughs> uh, back here in Australia the tampon tax is set to go. All the states agreeing to the policy put to them by the federal government yesterday?
1: Yeah, that was a foregone conclusion. They went into that treasurer's meeting yesterday, all agreeing that that was going to happen. But the piece of disagreement was that uh, the ongoing debate about how the GST is carved up uh, a bit earlier in the year, um, Scott Morrison when he was treasurer and um, Malcolm Turnbull put together a package of GST reform that gives Western Australia some more money, which is is what they need because they're only getting about 30 cents in the dollar. And, of course, um, their situation has changed with the mining boom downturn. So uh, lots of recalculations there. And, of course, the pie is only so big you can only carve it up so many ways and the states and territories all want their fair share. So, yeah, they want to guarantee that no state will be worse off.
0: And it uh, looks like as we head towards an election, Labor leader Bill Shorten will give his first of five headland policy speeches in Melbourne today. This one's on early childhood education, so we'll be covering that, I imagine, tomorrow. Uh, it seems we're really moving away from the mainstream beers with Forex announcing it will lay off 25 staff
1: yeah that's in brisbane at the forex brewery in in milton there and uh also about 30 in in south australia from the west end brewery um which is a, an iconic location as well and yes they say even though those um those products are, are doing okay Beer drinkers are, are moving away from the mainstream big brands and into ca- into craft beers. So the fancy the, stuff. The fancy stuff, yeah. We're getting a
0: bit fancy, aren't we?
1: Look we all are, I think as yeah. um, as the, particularly around grog. Um you know the everyone says we're when drinking less but we're drinking better and if drinking better means not drinking forex, I guess that's what Queensland beer drinkers are doing.
0: Oh, I'm sure plenty of them are still drinking forex. If you like true crime podcasts, you should check out Australian True Crime. Emily Webb is a journalist and true crime author, and she joins Michelle Laurie and gives listeners the inside story of some of Australia's worst crimes. They like to think of themselves as the leading ladies of true crime. They've had 7 million downloads, so I tend to agree. Uh, Australian True Crime is available on all podcast platforms, so put that on your weekend listening list. And what's the subject line today, Claire? Claire? Uh, blame it on the boogie,
1: which is... Oh, um Theresa May? Theresa May yeah yes. you would have um, woken up this morning and seen reports if you haven't it's in the um in the email she's given her speech to the conservative conference which was highly anticipated she's under a lot of pressure at the moment over Brexit from uh lots of people stalking her from inside the party as well and yeah she boogied onto stage um to ABBA's dancing queen which is a reference to her recent um robotic dance moves and um yeah she's got a sense of humor no Matter the pressure. She so, really does. Yeah, good honour.
0: Oh, good honour. Oh, yeah, can't dance, but you know.
1: Oh, she, a go. But apparently, and look, interestingly, um, Dancing Queen, um, she actually, before she was Prime Minister, uh, went on a programme in the UK called Desert Island Discs and she nominated the song as one of her favourites. So it's clearly authentic as well.
0: Yeah, she can't help herself. Uh, jump into the Squeeze Today email. Plenty more news in there, including uh, an 18. 18- 3 kilogram turnip it's a whopper yeah it's a whopper uh, we thanks for listening to the squeeze today podcast and we will chat to you tomorrow the squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed sign up at the gpn.com forward slash squiz today.